Welcome to the Kevin and Philip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Philip. Welcome to uh, Season 5, Episode 2 of the Kevin and Philip Project. As I mentioned, we're doing a little double duty tonight. We're going to knock out two of these at one time. Still at the library. Still uh, getting some good service here. Still good food. And I'm back. And Phil is Finally back made it one. in. Hey, I've been trying to find somebody a job. That's harder than finding a Trump supporter on CNN. I guarantee you. It's terrible. <laughs> I want to have a lick of fun. Or find, a, find a flaw in Jennifer Aniston. You know, that's, that's the two things. It's harder to find a temporary employee than to find either He's, one of those things. It's terrible. Spent the whole day trying to fill an 18-hour, dollar-an-hour job just screwing one bolt into the other bolt in an air-conditioned building. <laughs> Ain't nobody wants it. Phillip's coming in hot. It's pitiful. <laughs> so, anyway, I've been missing everybody. I'm sorry I missed that last go-round. Sounds like there's a lot of good information and uh, yep. fun stuff You'll get to listen on, to so it uh, with everybody else yep, like you're yep, just a normal listener. enjoy it. So, well, one of the things we talked about was summer. What yeah. we did, our trips, you didn't get to join in on that. So uh, I know you just got back from your uh, favorite place, New York. Um, Start spreading the news. How was, this, how was hey, the New they, York trip? I get, went down and watched the Yankees play. And, of course, they play in Houston. Split with them two and two. Yankees aren't very good. They're about a 500 team, which everyone in the American League is a 500 team outside of the Royals yeah, and the Minnesota say, not Chicago White Sox. But there were more – 500 teams than ever in the history of baseball, above 500 teams. And the Yankees are just right there in the middle of being just one of the sorry 500 clubs. But well, it's a lot funny. of fun. We won the night I went. I, I've seen them play 20 times live, and I don't think I've ever seen them lose. So I, I feel like should get an honorable season ticket membership or something because right. they don't lose when I'm there. Well, it was funny. A few <laughs> weeks ago when they were right around 500 – in the AL Central or the AL West, like they would be leading number the one in the Central, right. Right. number one in the Central and the West yeah. at one point. But you know, since Judge was hurt, they've really they really struggled the whole time he was hurt. No. They hit terribly. Judge is hurt. That doesn't yeah, ever happen. That. And now Rizzo's got post concussion, so he didn't even play the whole weekend. He's one of my favorites. Lemayhu didn't start. He is my favorite. He didn't start the night that we were there, but uh, you know. We really only have one great player, I think, as a Yankee, is uh, Garrett Cole. He's the – everybody will say judge, but like you said, judge is a strikeout or a, he's yeah, just not consistent Yeah, you could get him for more than enough. 60 games a season, yeah, he would be. not consistent for so. me. But besides that, you know, you haven't got to be come down yet, but most of the summer I've spent down at the lake, or a lot of the weekends on the summer I've stayed spent a lot of time at the lake. Weather's been wonderful this year. This is not up until now. So – you did tell intense. me a story that Gundy's sons sank his boat. Sank a boat. Right there, right in front of their house. Right in front of their house, right to the bottom. <laughs> That's a crappy summer. Oh, my God. you told me that was a pretty my, expensive I'm, boat. But my, my brother blew his engine um, the same day, and I went in and I asked the marina owner, you know, what's uh, – of course, there's everybody around the lake's talking about it, but I asked him, I said, anybody have anything worse happen than my brother losing his engine? He goes – yeah, there's a $400,000 boat at the bottom of the lake. 
<laughs> uh, so that that was pretty exciting, but I'm sure insurance will take care of it. And a couple of was, Geico so commercials for Gundy and we'll boat. be fine. Right. Fairly brand new, new boat. Brand new boat. Brand new oh, boat. man. Bottom Too of the bad. It's, it's it's a sad story. I'd hate to lose mine, and mine sure isn't worth that much. <laughs> that was this summer? <laughs> yeah, just oh, a few wow. weeks ago. Oh, oh. Gundy's going to have a crappy year, hopefully. Yeah. So. Did you know we'll get into Big 12 in just a minute, but his is a mystery to me why I feel like we're going to say they're not in the top half, right, of the league. I disagree. I yes. mean, I yeah. yes, they, uh, they are predicting that they will not be in the top half, and I think that they are wrong. I right, mean, it's, you do. they're not going to be – they're not going to be uh, – I have Down not in Dallas, but I mean, he. You know that song too. I mean, the record that he's going to have to take to get up there, he's he's had that record or better every year that he's been at Oklahoma State. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like Snyder and and probably Kleiman to some extent. I mean, this year they're they're predicting K State to be better, but he will soon they become them at the bottom every year, and every year they're not yep. at the bottom. Yep. He'll become my favorite team in Oklahoma in the Big Twelve next year. <laughs> <laughs> really, oh. for you guys. So, any other trips this summer before we get into? I don't football? think we did. Do you remember me ever going? I don't think I went anywhere. No, other went, than the lake, just liking it up. You did some Cabo. Cabo. We did talk Cabo. So I know you guys like Cabo. Yeah, yeah. So we we were talking about going there uh, for Lisa's birthday, but I think we've convinced ourselves now, which I know we have, we're going to go back to the Dominican for her fiftieth. Uh, and one of her best friends from home is turning 50 as well, which they're listeners, Justin and Holly. Um, they're going to be down in Cabo with us as well. So, uh, And I don't know who else. You want to go? Not in Cabo, in Dominican. I already got two in trips November. planned. No, we're going to uh, Cancun in November. So, Have you bought your lottery ticket for tonight? I do. Yep. I, mean, I thought it was last night for some reason. I've got a few. I bought them in five states oh, last I week. Just, no, bought it I and just got one. Still didn't hit, hit a lick. Five Bold states, strategy. yeah, hitting all the states. Well, he said that everybody always wins in New York. Yeah, so, so he I bought, bought one at every every place I went by. I bought one, and uh, didn't win a dime. So if you buy a Mega Millions ticket in New York, if I, you win, do you have to go back and cash it in, yes, in New York? I you have to. Ca- so. You have to. You have to accept it in whatever state you want it in, and then I feel like that they. Probably you're going to pay some taxes in that state. That's what that was my next question is. So the taxes you have to pay yep. are based on the taxes in the state that you bought the ticket. So you want to buy it in Florida or Texas? Yeah. You don't want to buy. It. <laughs> so. I'm sure you would still get killed on your home. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're still doing all right. So, um, yeah. If, if so, if uh, you guys don't hear from us for a few weeks, Phil and I have an agreement that uh, if either of us win, we've been doing this for Powerball and Mega Millions when the pots get up here that. There will be a private jet. It will land in Salina, and you will get on the jet and go. And if you can't, then tough. You're cut out of the cut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I like so that. I'm, taking, I'm I looking like at this one, and I said 1% of this, you'd be $15 million, wouldn't it be? $15 million for 1%? Well, no. If you take the cash, you got to take off. Okay, $7.5 yeah. million. Right. Yeah, we'll be doing all so right. So I don't have a hundred friends, so everybody's going to be rich. That's my friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and the and the podcast will be going global. Yeah. So yes, well, let's talk football. Let's let's do our Big Twelve uh, uh, re- preview that we do every year. We got James on here still. He's going to sit here and, and do another podcast with us. You do we do need to get him a koozie. 
We haven't yeah. given him a koozie. You guys and have he koozies? Yeah, and oh, this man, will be number three for you. So we've had some guests on twice, but I think you're our third time or our first thir- three time guest. So sweet. That's. I, I mean, all I got for you is a koozie. It's right. not really that yeah, great of a deal. But stuff. I'm here for it. Hey, I'll use it. That's koozie material. Three times, that's yep. koozie. Yep. Yeah. Before so. we go any further, though, I want to send out my uh, condolences to the Donnie Baker family. Our favorite comedian, Donnie Baker, passed away. I swear to God. Remember him? You don't Do remember? I know Donnie Baker? Oh, yeah. Donnie Baker's the greatest. Do you know Donnie Baker? Oh, uh, my goodness. Um, well... There goes my evening. You'll, you'll know him. You'll know him when you hear him for the next time. He got famous on Bob and Tom. Okay. The Bob and well, Tom show. Okay. I'm gonna go yeah, look him up Bob tonight. He played so a lot of. He head. played a lot of different characters on the okay. Bob and Tom show, but Donnie Baker was his most popular, and he literally was on the road at comedy last uh, last week and. It never said how he died. Heart attacks, what I was assuming. Just like go uh, Bob Saget and out there doing stand up and. Yep. Yep. Never hear from him again. So. Yeah. All right, coaches' poll just came out. Kansas State seventeen, OU nineteen. What do you think about that? I think they're uh, sure thinking a lot of Oklahoma from a six and seven <laughs> team with a hundred number one hundred and twenty-two in the country defense last year, and now you're seven nineteenth in the country is what they come out at. Uh, I'd be pretty happy about that. Because I would, I was, I'm surprised that they even put them in the top 20 to begin with. I could see them moving their way up slowly. They start off with a pretty favorable schedule on Oklahoma's side. Start off with a favorable. They have the whole schedule? the whole year's a good schedule yeah. for them. They've got for coming back from what they came from. Um, but yeah, I see Oklahoma as a. Uh, well, yeah, not no. as good as K State. So yeah, they, I see K State should probably be better so, ahead of them. So first time since '98 finished below 500. Yeah. Lost seven of the last ten games. I mean, the, the good news is you can't go six and six with the talent that they have. No, and you know what? The over under in Vegas is nine and a half. And I look at the schedule and I'll go. I'd probably more favorably take the under, but I think we could win nine games. Yeah. I think eight, eight, nine, right in that area is yeah. probably where they're going to be this year. I, I mean, look at my losses. I'm on the road at Oklahoma State. I'm on the road at TCU, I believe, and on the road at, maybe at Texas Tech. I can't remember, but but there's a couple of there's some, Texas Tech is tough on the road, and Texas Tech yep. is going to be good this year. So that's and everybody's going to be coming for Oklahoma and Texas hard. Well, if you right. if you look at every every crowd's going to hate them. Yep. Every, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you look at if you take the teams in the Big Twelve. And you look at the rankings at this point. A couple of them out. Um, I was looking. I was looking at basically the coaches' poll and and looking at what yep. how the coaches have the teams ranked. So OU does not play number two, number four, number six in the conference this year. Right now, which granted, would it's be not going to end the way it starts. Who would it be? So, K- yeah, State, I don't know. Texas K-State's Tech, K-State, yeah. Texas Tech. They and don't play Tech. And they don't play. Who is number six? Yeah, I, I don't remember. Six? I just looked at the numbers. I know we I play at Oklahoma State and at TCU and then, of course, Texas in the Cotton Bowl. Right. And that's a – I'm telling you, they killed us last year. It is a freaking toss-up. I don't care what anybody says. No. It is a toss-up when you walk in there. That We might beat them just as bad as they beat us last year. And then we might also get our ass kicked just as bad as we did last well, year. But that, that, that game is never – you guys had a lot of close games last year, and, and I was I was we lost kinda, six by one score. And I I was right. going back looking at some games from from OU season last year, and it was amazing to me 
When I really want to throw up, I do the same thing. <laughs> really getting to feeling bad and just want to barf. I just go. How many? Oh, let's replay last year. It was amazing to me how many times they would start inside the twenty, and drive down to the field, and get down to inside the ten, yep. and come away with nothing. Nothing. Yep. We didn't have a Demarco yep. Murray. We didn't have a the. I mean, you remember. I don't know if y'all remember how good Demarco Murray was, oh, but yeah. you get inside the twenty yard line and it's touchdown yep. with he him. Automatic. He was a machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Griffin was the same way, but even Baker, with his arm and the way he ran around, you scored inside the yep. twenty. But that's why we led the country in scoring for about eight years yeah. straight. Yep. Samaje P. Uh, Ryan was good. Yeah, yeah. And Mixon, Mixon, Joe Mixon, Mixon God, took had the a pay cut. Running backs took a pay cut because <laughs> he wants Cincinnati to win it all this yep. year. I'm yep. proud of him. It, uh, as long as he his don't knock any girl out, he'll his quarterback, be fine. His quarterback going down didn't didn't help that. No. But uh, sounds like he might be back once the season starts. I'm so hoping we'll see. he is. He's, they so. could be really good. If so they lost did. most of the offensive line last yeah. year yep. from last year. Uh, lost uh, wide receiver number one. Mims. Yep. Gabriel. But you let me back. tell you something. When you lose the whole offensive line at Oklahoma, the second team could start at most places in the country. That's their strength is offensive line. And I'm hearing from the recruiting and from the, you know, from transfer portal, the defensive line is going to be much, much improved. And I think that's why we're getting ranked yeah. high because our Yeah, you guys had a lot of transfers. Yeah, really big. A lot of transfers. Yeah. 50 people entered and left the transfer portal at Oklahoma in this since end of 22 to May of 23. Right. 50 people. Yeah. Would you get, try to guess how many did that at K State? I don't have any idea, but you you were lower. It, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, I think you had yeah. uh, thirty. Uh, thirty one. See, and I 31. I think that number sounds high. I wouldn't have guessed that even being that high. Now that's, that's coming high, and so. going. Right, both that's 31s. both sides. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's oh, coming true. and going. Yeah. Guys okay. Leaving. And yeah. then from and as like I said, Oklahoma had uh, Oklahoma had forty, but Oklahoma State and you heard about Oklahoma State's troubles. They had coming and going 50. There was a ton of people left Oklahoma State. And that's more leaving than coming for right. him. I don't know what happened at the end of last year, but I do know that there were a lot of people fighting at Oklahoma State. That's what yeah. my fear is, is mm-hmm. something weird's going on at Oklahoma State that's didn't settle well outside of the boat sinking, and there's other stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, the other one that was interesting to me as I was looking at OU's roster Woody Washington's coming back. I, I feel like that guy's been there like 14 years. Yeah, yeah. But he started as a freshman, played a lot as God, a freshman. It I seems seen. like he's been there forever. Like, I, I saw that. I'm like, I How swear he How long do you think graduated. that Colin Klein was at K-State? I felt like he was never leaving. Well, he Every hasn't. year, he's back. He's still back. I know. Right. He's still, still there. there. Yeah. Had a chance to leave and still came <laughs> back. So, so yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of that, with K-State, we'll get into them in a little bit. But uh, that's huge. Yeah, him not taking the Notre Dame job. Um, I mean, by all accounts, and I have no inside knowledge of this, but it sounds like had he left, Avery Johnson may not be sitting on the bench right now at K State. And I mean, we don't know what he's going to be, but if he is, if he lives up to the hype, that yeah. would have been a huge. Right. Huge situation yeah. for mm-hmm. K State. Mm-hmm. Um, with Jake Rubley being your only other option at right. this point, I mean right. that that would be bad. So, yeah. so what do you think? So over under nine and a half on season wins on Oklahoma. So I would you, I would take, take the, the under. under. I would I really believe it's an 
was a six-win win team last year. I could see three more wins. You're not going to do like Stoops did in his second year and win a national championship, but but it will be much improved. If we're not, I'm going to tell you what, the heat will go turned up fast. We'll get turned up fast on Brent Venables. Oh, yeah. Because they just don't accept it down there, and I don't yep. know what we're going to do next year when right. we run into right. the buzz saws yeah. we're going to run into yeah, next I think, year. I think right. this year's got to be a good year for OU yep. with – and get some momentum going into the yep. SEC next year. So I, the one thing I don't get, and I, Dylan Gabriel's a good quarterback, passer, tons and tons of yards, everything else. You've got that Jackson kid who's the number one quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not the head coach, so they don't let me make this. I would let him go with it instead of throwing him in as his first year next year in the SEC. That's going to be – next year could be work on that kid. So is Gabriel a senior this year? Yeah, he's a okay, senior. Okay, I, I thought he was a junior for some so, reason. So this is terrible to say. If he were to get injured, yeah. <laughs> it could be a good thing for us no, in, the, in the end, uh, and even I, though I don't want – you know, you don't want that And to that, that happen, point, I mean, if, if there's any kind of struggles at the beginning of the season, that right. I mean, Gabriel may right. be on a short right. leash. You lose, uh, you lose two, two or three out of five and get blown out by Texas again. That's, I mean, that's exactly how Spencer Rattler lost his job. You go to Texas and uh, got killed in the first half, and they brought in the old boy that went to California. and uh, Caleb Williams. Look where he went. Yeah. Well, don't yep. say that name yeah. on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, you see what – you know, I mean, it changed his whole life right, by yeah. one bad game at Texas. Yep. So it's right. – yep. No, it, it happens a lot, so um, – you got any thoughts on OU? Yeah, you man, I think the nine and a half sounds about right. Yeah. Um, the thing that'll be interesting for me is if they do go nine and three with this schedule in the regular season. If there's heat on Brent Venables after a nine-win year, because you think back to Lincoln Riley, he never lost three games in the nope. regular season. Nope. I mean, the last six, seven years, they were. 12 wins. One loss, pretty, maybe. Yep, Two losses would be a down year for them in the regular season. And So a, sh- a shocking stat to me is with that going, and Oklahoma's had lots of 12, 11, 12, and even 13 win years. Right. Texas has not had a more than 10 win years since 2009, yet they're always mm-hmm. top of the list at the yeah. beginning of the year. The yeah, no, we, we've so covered winning, that extensively. Winning more th- but winning more than nine games is tougher than it seems. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. No, it is. They get TCU at home. They play at Oklahoma State. They play at KU. They play Texas in the Cotton Bowl. Outside of that, I don't see a game that they could even possibly lose. Right. Like, they're playing Tulsa on the road in the non-conference. They play SMU in the non-conference. They play at Cincinnati. They play Iowa State, who I think is going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah. They get Central Florida at home. Westford, you're not losing those games, regardless of – no, Who's a quarterback? So. No, and that, I and I, I completely agree because I was, I but think if you're given the three losses as Texas, Kansas, and uh, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma probably, State, maybe TCU at home. I feel pretty good against Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy's beat us three times in his life, yeah. including when he was the quarterback, right? Uh, and that's a twenty-something year record. See, that's the dig that I do on KU. Yeah. He does one of those on, on Oklahoma State. It just, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, it just—I don't know why it is. Even when I've thought a few years Oklahoma State was better than us, or at least mm-hmm. it just—it doesn't ever happens yeah. for them. 
they got the little brother. It's just it's true. Yeah. And it, to be a fan of theirs has got to be the most frustrating thing in the world. And you're probably one of the few people in the Big Twelve who are just tickled to death that they're going to the yeah. SEC. And I think I think TCU is going to be way down from what they yeah. were last year. Yep. But Kansas was your other one you said would yeah. potentially be. I just I, I hard time seeing that. Today. Yeah. Hey, they I, almost I, lost there two years ago. It'd be a big upset. And this team it'd is be way a big better. upset. But KU is way better. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over. I think ten and two sounds right. Yep. I think ten and two sounds I right. Think of all That's the Big 12 schools that I follow and I look at, that was the most difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that line is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, you could go I either agree. way. Yeah. So Texas's line is the same, nine and a mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you look at their schedule. I mean, I, I think that I think that they are under. I mean, I yeah. I I I, I, I feel I, like K State got a little bit of a. Theirs is at lines eight. Oh, right? I think that's way too low. Yeah, I do too. I think it's a yeah. great bet. No, that's Just what I mean. I think over. I think the Oklahoma is the one that is hard like to, right where it needs to be. Like yeah. it, it's a coin flip on either side of that. The thing about you, you brought this up earlier, Phil, that uh, Oklahoma had six losses by a touchdown or less. They were zero and six in those games. Right, zero six with the hundred twenty second best defense in the country. Right. We're going right. to be better than hundred twenty second. And I so, really believe that. Like I look at a lot of analytics, and I've got the the Phil Steele magazine that does the same thing. And Oklahoma had the most single digit touchdown or less losses in the country last year. Historically, those teams make a huge jump the next year. Yeah, uh, it's like ninety percent of those teams that that you know had that many close losses, or even I think it's four or more, have like a two game improvement. And it's an even greater number for teams like Oklahoma. So they went six and seven. A two-game improvement's eight. A three-game improvement's nine. I think they can get to ten and two. Yep. I really do. And they had a ton of injuries. That's the other thing. Yeah. Not only were they bad defensively, pretty young at a lot of positions. Dylan Gabriel was not healthy uh, at any point during the season. Uh, even missed, you know, missed some time. They've got four of their five starters back on the offensive line. You talked about the defensive line being a lot better. Yep. I think they're I think they're legit. And I the do. kid from Hayes, he's going to start. Is going to start yeah. and I and from everything I read, he is a White Roy Williams. He is a, he's well, a Roy he's Superman. We talked second. about when he finally like got in last year. He does all the year. things that Roy Williams did. He should have been playing which, more and yeah. for whatever reason after that one or two games, he disappeared again for the rest yeah. of the season. Oh, and they did, it wasn't because it wasn't because he was playing bad cuz we watched him closely. It's something. Ha- something yeah. happened. Maybe. In, maybe practice was. Right. I mean. I mean. You don't never know. Coaches are yeah. teaching a kid a lesson or something. But from everything I've read in the spring game and everything I've read about him being on the weights and getting bigger and he's already fast as lightning. He. He to me could be a shining star that people don't know a lot about outside yeah. of mm-hmm. our circle here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. All right. And our Tennessee defensive lineman. <laughs> so is Oklahoma going to be playing in Dallas at the end of the year? Boy, it would be a big jump, wouldn't it? So that's a no? That would be a big jump from what we had last year. I, Do you know just because of our record over the last uh, – since the Big 12 was formed, yeah, I'd say there's a better odds of us being there than not being there. Since the Big 12 started – Aren't we there most of the time, win it or lose it? We're almost always there. So why wouldn't you think so? We missed it one year. All right. So, yeah, I would there say. There you go. Yep. I'm, and I'm not saying they would win it, but, hell, I'd, no, I'd I just rather K-State win it than Texas. I just hope Texas don't win it. 
All right. No. There you go. <laughs> Phil says that OU will be playing for a Big 12 I didn't championship. Say. I said the odds are better. <laughs> odds are better that they will than they want. All right. Well, let's move on to K-State. You want to start? Like I said, the <laughs> line here is an eight, eight line. An eight line, I think that is. It actually they, dropped they, to seven and a half. I was going to say, well, I, that's thought, I thought it was seven yeah, and a half. Terrible. It, it opened at eight and a half and dropped to seven and a half when well, I got on it. Yeah, that's horribly low. And you know what happened last year in Vegas? And if you watch the teams and if you gamble much and you'll go, one of the most undervalued teams in the whole country last year was K-State. Every year. They're, they're completely undervalued in every game. They, their lines were terrible for them. If you bet K-State, you probably beat Vegas. Um, and – other than the fact that you lost, you do have the best defensive player in the league maybe coming back, don't you? Somebody really good? Oh, we got a couple of them that are pretty Ford good. Or, I, I don't know your guys' names that well. but Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. But um, but then your quarterback who, you know, the week before he beat Oklahoma last year, I heard many K-State fans say, what in the hell are we doing? Remember you lost the week before the Oklahoma yep. game and Too he lame. was terrible. Yep. Since that day – He's been unbelievable, and I don't think that's going away. I think he's no. still going to be a very good player, and he's going to win a lot of games for you by himself. I don't, I don't know that there's a player in the history of Kansas State football that has gone through more shit than Will Howard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that guy yeah. has gotten a raw deal the entire time, and the fans have and, – and I'm not going to say I wasn't on, on some of those situations not included in this – the fans have been absolutely ruthless to that kid, and he has come through it, oh, and yeah. he is going to be a stud this you year. You know he's yeah. one of them guys that after he beat Oklahoma, he could have just walked around flipping the crowd off, and everybody said, well, we deserve it, because they <laughs> did rip him right. for the whole, oh, yeah. whole yep. just terrible. Nope. And I think, I, I honestly, the, the Tulane loss was not on him. I mean, he didn't play well. I thought the play calling was horrible that game. I think that they were thinking that – I mean, Tulane was, is a decent team, don't get me wrong, but I think they thought they were going to win that game. Yeah. And just yep. what Snyder used to always do, yep. just playing just vanilla, not show anything to anybody, knowing that Oklahoma's coming up next, and then got to a point where – They did a good job of that. Yeah, they, they did. did a really good they waited job. a little too long to decide to change <laughs> right. that game but plan. But Tulane end up – being pretty yeah, darn good. And they're going to be good yeah. this year, too. Yeah, they finished ninth. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, no. it's, not, it's not as no. embarrassing a loss no. as what you look right. back Correct. See. Right. Correct. At the time, though, right. it yeah. was a devastating yeah. loss. I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a seven, maybe a you, you six, got, a six to eight win season for K-State. Kevin and I had flip-flopped that win-loss. Mm -hmm. We had said they'll beat Tulane, they'll lose to Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. But if you right. think about Tulane, Tulane should have been the 6-7 and seven yeah. team, not mm -hmm. the top 10 team. Yeah. So yep. it just worked yeah. out that way. Yep. No, yeah, it did. So interesting stat I saw to kick off the K-State discussion. We have eight guys that are going to be playing a bulk of the minutes this year that are going into their sixth season huh. in wow. the program. Wow. Like, that's crazy. That does, it doesn't mm -hmm. surprise – even at junior colleges now, they have the fourth-year kids, mm -hmm. you know, that are – yeah. And then two more years. But you're saying at your program at they've been there six years. No, they've yeah. been in yeah. the program for six years. And I thought Klein was around a long time. Red shirts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th I thought that was pretty crazy. So, you know, looking at the schedule, again, I, I don't have the, the numbers. I was just looking at the rankings. But looking at who everybody plays, 
the one thing I would say about K-State is they probably have the toughest schedule because the teams that they don't play are 11, 13, and 14. There is not any other teams that that have three or more double digits, those very bottom teams that they don't play. Right. You're on the road at Texas, right? Yep. Yeah. You're on the. Are yeah. you on the? Do you guys play Texas Tech? Yes. yes. On the road. On the road. That's yes. what I thought I read. In At the, Oklahoma State. Yep. yep. You've got some tough ones. Yes. Uh, TCU and Baylor on, on the, the schedule. Yeah. yeah. And and K State, they have one of the biggest jumps in the country in terms of strength of schedule. So last year they were 51st. This year they're 15th. So it's a 36 spot jump coming into the season. Analytically, those teams have the same or worse right. record the next yeah, year. Probably not doing better. Eighty-six yeah. percent of the time. But K State went. You got to remember they were nine and three yep. last year in the regular season. You know they won the Big Twelve championship, got to ten and three before losing to Alabama. There's no reason to think K State couldn't match that and go nine and three. They're not going to go ten and two, so they're not going to have a better record. Yeah. But nine and three, I think, seems very doable when you look at their schedule, even though it is tough. I actually think there's potential that K-State has a better team from top to bottom. The record maybe just doesn't show it. So where do y'all take the light in that Vegas would go seven and a half? Where in the world scares the hell out of me because those people know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. But let me tell you this. You guys will like this being Vegas guys. Uh, Since the day he was hired, Chris Kleiman is the most profitable coach in college football. Did not know that. You bet on Chris Kleiman in K-State every single week. He's the most profitable coach in the country. There you go. You know who's number two? Number two? Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State during the same stretch. Second most profitable. Are you talking about just since he started at K-State? Yes, since he started at K-State. Since the day he was hired at K-State, you take K-State every game. They're the most well, that's profitable what I said. They were the most undervalued last year, so that yeah. there you go right there. You win last year if you just go the opposite of Vegas. Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at the offense, um, so last year um, – K-State had the fewest interceptions. They had the least overall giveaways or overall turnovers and ranked second on the defensive side in turnovers forced and turnover margin. So with – and and you're going to hear this five trillion times. I'm, I don't want to say this just to say it, but you're not going to replace a Deuce Vaughn. No. With one no, guy. No. But I honestly think our offense will be significantly better better than they were last year if we can have a receiver step up somewhere i i have zero concerns about running back i mean everything out of fall practice so far is dj giddens is going to have a ridiculous year and and i thought that kid that ward from uh florida state State. would be the guy and they're saying that he he i mean he's they're they're gonna both they're gonna rotate right Mm -hmm. but giddens is going to be the guy um, from from what they're saying right now, which threw me completely for a loop. Yeah, entire offensive line coming back. Right, the best tight end in the league coming back. Mm-hmm. Will Howard coming back? I mean, obviously we can't have him get hurt. He was fourth team so, all league last year. I mean, I think their offense will be better. I agree this year than last year. Yeah, and I think they're going to throw it a lot more than they did last year. You know. Obviously, when you have a Deuce Vaughn, you're going to feed him. But I think with this rotation at running back. All five guys on the offensive line, and just how confident Will Howard looked at the end of the year. Yes, I mean they, when he was at quarterback, they threw it a lot more than they did when mm-hmm. Adrian Martinez was in there. 
So I think they're going to hum it this year. Senate, uh, they also brought in that transfer from Iowa, Keegan Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Really good player. I think he's the guy that's got to step up. I mean, I just don't think Phillips Brooks can be that number one guy. No, he's not. He's and not, so, but he's a great yeah. complimentary receiver. Yep. And even when Kleiman was at North Dakota State and when Colin Klein was the quarterback at K-State, K-State's always been really creative in the way they spread the ball around. Like, you got to go back to the Tyler Lockett era, mm-hmm. him and Curry Sexton, to go back to when K-State was that air raid and really had, like, those elite receivers that got the, 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 the bulk of the workload. Right. Ever since then, like, they spread it around. They yep. used their tight ends. They used their running backs. Deuce Vaughn was yep. one of the top pass-catching backs in the country. Uh, I mean, Senate had to have been one of the top. He was, yeah. At, at tight end, and, and uh, I love that we've gone back to using the tight end Me like too. that again. Yeah. I mean, that was early yeah. Snyder days, yep. and we got away from it for so long, even though we had some pretty darn good tight mm-hmm. ends. I love it. I right. think it's huge. And defensively, you're not going to replace uh, NUDK Uzama with one guy, but collectively, I mean, he's the only real piece of that defensive line that they lost. They mm-hmm. got Mott coming back, Matt Lack's back, Khalid Duke is back. And you're moving Duke back to his natural position right, right. on the defensive Edge end. pass rusher. Uh, Daniel Green back at linebacker is huge. Kobe Savage in the secondary. The secondary is a little questionable just because there's a lot of newcomers, but they brought in transfers from North Dakota State like they did last year in Josh Hayes. Uh, now they got a new one, uh, Marcus Sigel is the, the, the latest North Dakota State transfer who's supposed to start. They brought in a couple of JUCO guys that will play right away. I just, I, I'm just i with you in that they're not going to have the star power they had last year, but top to bottom, I think they could actually be just as good, if not a little bit better. Yep. No, I, I, so I, does that put you guys putting them in the Big 12 Conference game? <laughs> championship game? I, I will say I'm, because of the schedule, I'm more confident Oklahoma gets there. I would agree with that K-State. statement. I, I think we're schedule. on the brink, but I think that we, I think the schedule is not favorable this year. Like if we had this team last year, yep, I think that we would be not feeling even as down after playing Alabama in the in the Sugar Bowl. Well, after you, I you think go this, through your schedule and you're going, you're trying to get to over seven and a half wins. I have money on it already. Run down your schedule and go, where's your Do you eight have the schedule? Yeah, I got the schedule. All right, SEMO, that's a win. Well, that's a win. Troy, win. at Missouri. At Missouri, that's got to be at a Missouri. win. At right? Missouri. I mean, it, I, and if Missouri you're asking me now, yeah. I, I would think it'd be a win. If, if you're going to go anywhere, you got to win that game. Okay, then yep. UCF at home. I think that's a win. That team should start 4-0. and Yep. All right, now you're at Oklahoma State. See, I already see a win there. I, I, I don't know enough about Oklahoma State. That's a toss-up to me. I don't know enough. In Manhattan, but I, know I would be pretty comfortable right, right. with that. But in Stillwater, yep. and then you're at Texas Tech. I mean, those are two teams. I think those are both toss-ups. Yep. I agree. If you have them at home, you're probably winning on the road. It's a coin flip. So yeah. let's say, all right. And then so you're you go four and two right there. Yeah, let's say worst-case scenario, four and two. Come back home against TCU. I'm down on TCU. K-State yep. wins that one. Yep. Uh, at home against Houston. So we're going to win. Yeah, Houston might be the worst team in the conference Agreed. this year. If, Holgerson's going to be out at the end of this Texas year. If Texas is still undefeated at this point, that's a loss. Then they go at yes. Texas. Yes. Then they go at Texas. I, I think that's a probably loss. a loss either way. We haven't done well against Texas last yeah. few years at Texas. That's a loss for me. All right, so the next three are Baylor at home, at KU, and Iowa State at home. Yep. 
so you're three and zero. So that's a lot of wins we just so, ended up. Well, I mean, I mean, you're that'd be nine and three. Yeah, yeah. you're three losses. I think nine and three. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. comfortable with nine and three. Yeah. And the one could, that you look at and go, is it or is it not? The Oklahoma State's is it, is it right. not? Uh, right. Texas Tech is only a one o'clock game. It's a night game. They'd scare me to death. You don't want to play them idiots at night. I, but I think Texas game. I think Texas Tech is the hardest team to predict in the Big yeah, Twelve. I agree. And they were preseason for picked years. fourth, right? But and I look at them on paper, and I'm not. I just don't see it. I know that Joey McGuire is a good coach. I know that they won their last four games, but they won their last four games against the bottom four teams in the league right. and eked out a win in their bowl game. Like, I just – that feels like a big jump to me from a team that went, what, 8-5 and five last year? Well, well, I know every kid in I, Texas can is going to go play Division One somewhere and you're gonna he's going to land some really good players out there. But you're not going to land as good of players as – just because where Lubbock is at. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. You're never going to yeah, land absolutely. the players that TCU, Houston, right. and that's why they never wanted Houston to get into the, the fold in the, this thing because Houston's going to out-recruit Texas Tech in the long run, I feel like, the, the just fun, because the fun, you're at home mm, with tons of talent. The fun yeah. thing about those guys, though, and it's only Texas, this would have been the case when A&M was in the conference, is the chip on the shoulders those guys have when they do go to Texas Tech because they weren't offered by Texas or Texas A&M. Right. And yeah. you watch right. you watch when the Texas Tech plays Texas. Like, it's oh, on it's a different level. Oh, it's a nut level. cutter every time. Oh, yeah. 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 They, yeah. They don't like each other at all. You, My, Oklahoma and Texas don't like each other, and I think Texas Tech is next outside of Texas A&M. Texas A&M hates Texas, and I think that starts all the way yeah. in the science they department. They got away from all them. The way to the, yeah. And now I mean, they're back. Yeah, and now they're back. And I, I don't think Texas A&M, they would probably be one that would say, we never wanted them following us, and they didn't, we yeah. never wanted them coming. So here is, here is when, when I talk with my, my purple-tinted glasses on, this is the one thing that makes my sphincter shrivel up this year. <laughs> Our... Losing Ty Zentner is going to be huge for K-State. I don't know who's going to punt. According to uh, Mr. Wyatt Thompson, we're going to be fine at punter. There's somebody on the roster that's good. But at this point, they're going to go back to Chris Tennant, who was our kicker at the beginning of the season, missed pretty much every kick he kicked. And so they pulled him and put our punter in at kicker, who did a hell of a job the entire season and was the guy who nailed that field goal to beat TCU at the end of the game and was laughing about it while he's coming onto the field. I think we got some major problems at kicker and I'm not comfortable with winning or losing games with a kicker on the field. And I think that a lot of our games this year, those Texas techs and Oklahoma state games, if we're going to have a chance, it's going to come down to the end of the game. Yeah. And I, 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 I am scared to death about that position this year. Some of the years that Oklahoma was was really good is because we had the R.D. Lashers and the guys that really just led the country in kicking, mm-hmm. and it makes it makes a world of it difference. Does. You can turn the field around and not give a guy the ball yep. at the 40-yard line, yep. and you make your field goal, and then you get a kickoff, and you're not turning the ball, not giving, the, giving them a 60-yard field instead of a yep. – and it's – 
it's a big deal, bigger deal on that just because of field possession right. than yep. than it is even if you made your three points or not. Yep. Yeah. No, I had our ceiling at ten and two. I had the floor at seven and five, and nine and three was what I predicted the record. To be. I like so. nine yeah, and that three. Sounds about right. Pretty good. Mm, I agree. I, I think that Vegas undervalued them probably the worst. And then I go to. Who do you want to talk about next? You got anybody that? Well, you know? I mean, we we usually don't talk about most of the other teams too much. Kansas. I mean, I, you want to talk a little talk Kansas? Kansas? Let's talk Kansas. Kansas is uh, six. Six is over under right. is where I where they're at. Yep. Are they tickled to death to be six and seven, or would they like to have a five hundred season one of these days? Um. Well, it depends on when you ask and yeah. who you ask. I mean, I I think that it's a – I mean, being in the same position in the late 80s and early 90s and having to see that progression, um, I, I, it's a process. And, and I know they had a better-than-expected season last year. And as a KU fan, I would guess your expectations are higher. I mean, Still I think – what was the record last year? They were six and seven. Yep. Same as Oklahoma. Yep. Lost, Lost the bowl, bowl game. game. They were six yep. and six. They had to beat Oklahoma State to get bowl eligible. I think in terms of expectations, their schedule's tougher. Yeah. I think that a lot of it's circumstantial. Like, are they healthy all year? Right. Does Jalen Daniels get hurt halfway through the season? Which I he's mean, never made it through a season Right. Before. I think there's a lot of – and Jason Bean is back, so that'll help. But I, 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 from a fan's perspective, I think six wins – would probably be okay. I think they're going to be better than that. You know, they're the most experienced team in the country. They have the most experience coming back on their roster than anybody else My in the nation. My very first note on KU, lots of experience yeah, coming back. Yeah. <laughs> no, number one in the country. They have like yeah. 96% of their production yeah. coming back. They have yep. two uh, NFL caliber tackles. They have the, the preseason offensive player of the year if he stays healthy mm-hmm. in Daniels. It doesn't matter who's at running back. They have an incredible system. I think they can win eight. I've got them at eight and four. I think they're going to go eight and four. Now, those losses, I think they lose to K-State. I think they lose to Oklahoma. They probably lose to Texas. They probably lose to Oklahoma State. But, but don't like, they give Kansas more trouble? I mean, Texas more trouble than anybody? Yeah, maybe they beat Texas and they lose to, like, <laughs> last beat time you, wonderful. Last time OU uh, was, was in town, they opened the gates up at halftime let all the KU fans yeah. back in. Yeah. So yep. it looked like that was going to be a win for them. So. Yeah, and, and I, I had them at 8-4, and four, or I'm sorry, at 7-5. So I was one okay. game behind you. I think they're going to take a step up this year, but I think the schedule is prohibitive for them. Um, I mean, Just to be in the discussion, is, though, is has got question. to be a changer for them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, how many how many years was it they were just going to – you didn't even need to see a poll come out. You right. knew they were going right. to be at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I think West Virginia is way behind them you, right he now. Says, Houston's uh, he says terrible. Iowa State was the Iowa worst, State, you thought. I, they're I, down I, there. I wouldn't have said the worst, but they're down there. I think there. West Virginia might be the worst. But, I think but you're, boy, the worst. I think you're giving Houston too much credit. Yeah, well, yeah, I think you got the, the new schools. There. Right, the new schools, too. Cincinnati was terrible. Cincinnati could be really bad. Yeah. They I lost don't their even coach. understand their their head coach. They only hiring. bring back yeah. like two starters. Yeah. They're going to be really bad. Houston at least has a quarterback that's pretty good, but they don't have much outside of that. So so KU's over under on wins opened at six and a half and dropped to five and a half. I'm taking the over all day, all day. I'm not betting on that because six is where I had it on the line. I saw and I I uh, I looked at it and went. Mm. 
That sounds about right. I, I read think their schedule, and I just can't read into it seven wins. I can't read into uh, – it's hard to do. But, but you know what you do? You start thinking about past teams, and this isn't a past team, but you do that uh, – we haven't had Wayman Tisdale play for us at OU in a long time, and I still think every year, God dang, if Wayman will just score 40, we'll be all right. So, so Craig, they <laughs> so have you, we, Illinois. you got to quit thinking that they way. They have Illinois and BYU in their schedule this year, right? They have Is Illinois. That? They play at Nevada in the non-conference. Okay, maybe that's they what play, I was And thinking. then they play BYU. Oh, they do play it's BYU. Their Big 12 opener at okay. home in Lawrence. Okay. So, I mean, I think. BYU's not very good. I think they're okay. I think they're, they're a, middle of the pack. Yeah, I think they're a six-win yeah. team. Yep. Five, so six, I, I think you'll know after those two games. I think you're either going to be high on KU or you're right. not. Right. After I mean, Illinois is down a little bit this year as well, but I like their coach. I mean, I know he didn't do well at Arkansas, but um, I think they're always they're going to be in that Somebody same kind of middle. Illinois is supposed to be so. pretty good. Are they? Yeah, okay. they're preseason. I thought they lost quite a few players, of their so. polls. <laughs> okay, it wasn't the poll that came out just the other day, but there was a magazine that had them like twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and I thought, man, so, that's going to be a so tough game. You'll for know. KU. I think huh. you'll know right there between those games where uh, where KU is going to be on their poll that you saw. They had K State at seventeen, Oklahoma at nineteen. Where'd they have Texas? I didn't look. I was just oh, thinking, yeah, it was the coaches' poll, poll that just yeah. came out. Yeah, so. They're, you know, they're they're just – Texas is always hey. rated – I feel like they're they're the opposite of K-State. They're always over – which I know that they have great talent. But, man, that's if, if this guy don't get it turned around for them, then who knows here's, who's ever going here's to. Here's my story that'll, that'll – hopefully it isn't, isn't foreshadowed. Well, it depends on what side of the of – the, the argument you're on on foreshadowing KU season. Did you see the uh, bomb threat that they had when they had to clear the uh, facilities? No. So here about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, they had a bomb threat and had to clear the football facilities. Had to get everybody out. All three people. Come to find out, <laughs> it was like their <laughs> third string center that called in the bomb threat. Oh, my threat. goodness. <laughs> so, of course he did. Um, if you uh, – uh, did, did I you write his it? name yeah. down? Texas is 12th. Joe? season 12th. Oh. That's lower than I thought. Thought they would be top ten. The way yeah, that yeah, everybody keeps too. talking mm-hmm. about them, they, they they keep talking about Texas quarterback as you know Ewers, potential yeah. potential Heisman Trophy winner. Could happen, I guess. But I, huh? I don't if know. they go eleven and one and yeah. end up in the playoffs, see, good chance. But you know, so. he was the number one player in the country a few years back yep. coming out of high school. school. So yeah. he's mm-hmm. took a million dollars player. and never played it down at Ohio State. Yep. If you're if you're him, you're took he's the money only, and ran. Yep. What is he going to be a junior? And then he'll – I think he's a junior. Okay, he, if he starts this year and doesn't declare for the draft and back again next year, then you've got that Manning kid sitting on the sidelines for a couple of years. Right. Do you as a university start going, we got to get him some playing time or he's going to enter the transfer portal? Oh, yeah. I mean, you just start yeah. – and, and maybe his parents would not allow that to happen. You never know what, what's going on with kids. But, but if yours is that good – then, then is Manning willing to set for two years when there's people all around the country playing in front of him? So, and we'll find out if Manning really is that good, too. Right, right. <laughs> I, the thing that, that could, I don't know if it'll, I, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because if Quinn Ewers struggles yeah. at any point, like he had a couple games where he wasn't great last year, but right. they kept him out there. This year, if Texas if they have a couple early season losses, like you were talking about, potentially for OU, Archie Manning's—he's—he's going to be out there. Archie well, you, Manning. 
you're what you're going to hear is the exact same thing that Spencer Rattler does not Caleb like Williams. Oklahoma at all. Yep. Spencer Rattler because right. mm-hmm. on the sidelines here, Spencer Rattler has a pretty good year as freshman year and comes back the second year and gets beaten bad in that Texas game, but Oklahoma fans were brutal to him because right. because of the buildup of the guy sitting on the bench, mm-hmm. and so they they, they were. Chanting Caleb Williams all the time. Well, you're still just a 19 year old kid, right? You, doesn't you can't swallow that very yeah. well, yeah? And it's unfair. But that could be exactly what because the fans in Texas will start chanting Manning if anything goes bad, anything right. at all goes bad. Yeah. Where's Manning? And Where's I Manning? Think, I Worst think thing you can do is have a big name second stringer. Worst in, thing in the world. I agree. In, in, in Texas's perfect world, I think they think Quinn Ewers has this incredible Heisman-type season right. and goes pro. Declares right. for the NFL draft. I think so, too. And then Manning steps in next year. And that's yeah. probably what they told and, Manning to and, get and him. And here we go with the same thing. You're going to throw Manning in as a freshman, just like we're going to do Arnold Jackson as a fre- or as a first-year starter in, in the SEC. League. Yeah. And yeah. the SEC was not kind to Oklahoma or Texas. Right. They loaded us up with the best people in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Just we're gonna get, we're gonna get our hands full real quick. Yeah, uh, we can talk about that next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you know looking at just other teams real quick. I mean the the two things I I made notes of BYU. I think is an interesting team as we talked about. I I think that I don't even know what to expect from them. So I was I was reading the deal. They lost their quarterback. They lost six of their seven leading rushers, which I think is funny that they had six guys who apparently got some rushing yards last year. Um, I hope the one that's back is the top one. (laughs) All-American offensive line. I mean, it sounds like they lost quite a bit. They brought in some guys, but they're young. Um, Brought in the best best JUCO quarterback or number one ranked JUCO quarterback, I think. I don't know if – sound like maybe he wouldn't even start. But um, I I think they lost a lot from last year, and I think they're kind of like – Tech, I, you know. Speaking of tech, don't they play Oregon like early in the season, like I'd, week two or something like yeah, that? Yeah, let me pull it up. I, week two they play yeah. Oregon, and week one they play at Wyoming, which is no slouch. Yeah, like yeah. Wyoming, yep. Josh Allen's not suiting up for Wyoming, but Wyoming's they're not a pushover, so they nope. they've got K State, they've got at Baylor, they've got TCU at Kansas at Texas. I don't know. Don't. I just that was something I noted too that I think uh, I mean if 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 they can come out and win those first couple games and I mean even if if they do it convincingly I think you're uh, looking at a pretty darn good Texas Tech team right there so yeah. um, and then UCF I think they're way too low at eighth in the coaches poll I agree so that's that of the newcomers UCF I think by far will be the best of the bunch. They've got a really good dual-threat quarterback. They've got two uh, future first- or second-round NFL defensive linemen. Uh, They've got a a coach that knows how to win in big conferences in Gus Malzahn. Uh, I think UCF's going to come in. And they were a 10-win football team last year that beat Tulane. Stomped them, actually, in in the last regular season game. So uh, I think UCF's a team. I'm with you. I I think they're best suited to come in and have an eight-win season, yep. maybe. I mean, I, their schedule's tough. It's tough, but they're not going to come in and not go to a bowl. Right. Uh, they're going to they're going to upset some people. Yep. I guarantee you that. Now, I think it's going to be a tough game when you play them. So, what um, have y'all thought about the uh, vaporization of the Pac-12? 
and us maybe getting Colorado or Big 12 getting Colorado and a couple well, other teams. We talked, yeah, What's we, happened? Y'all already talked we about, talked that, about in that in the last, last podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one we did 45 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. I mean, it's uh, – you know, the thing that sucks about this, this whole – and we didn't talk about this piece of it with the realignment. Um, and I saw uh, Eli – over there in Columbia go off on this, which I agree with the sentiment. Don't know that he's the right guy to, to be going off on this, but uh, it sucks for everybody else that doesn't play football Yeah, in the university. I mean, I saw when, when USC and UCLA left, um, I saw like softball players be like, you know, I committed to UCLA because I wanted to play close to home. My parents could come to the games. And now literally every game but one I play all season is going to be a 1,500-mile road trip or flight. I mean, it sucks for all those other sports. Um, you know, And we've talked about this on the podcast before in the days of we the Big We feel eight. like that's, it's going to change, though. The other smaller sports like volleyball and things like that that are in there, they're going to become where Oklahoma still might play KU, and they're going to stay more regionalized and have a different type of conference. Uh not affiliated with the whole – because the money on, that you're talking about traveling for those kind of play, and they play oh. on Tuesday nights and Thursday yep. nights. They don't do – it's just not – No, the travel will be too yep. intense. Well, and There's a whole group out there saying you just got to keep those level of sports nearby each other. Right. right. And, I, and I get that football and, and probably admins basketball to that funds the rest of it, so you kind of have to go with the flow with them or else you probably don't have all those programs. So I get that. But it, it sucks for everybody that doesn't play those sports. I saw this tweet. Um, i trying to remember who tweeted this. but um, this, Oh, Big 12 refs on Twitter is who tweeted this. <laughs> Great account. In 10 years, someone is going to revolutionize college athletics by forming a conference of similar-sized schools located near each other geographically. Wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> if anybody could think that up? Yeah. So, yeah, you didn't uh, tell me that TCU was ahead of you in the coaches poll. I just looked that up. TCU is well. I was just going with OU and K State. I, I wasn't talking six, about all 16 of them. Sixteen yep. I didn't think that we didn't sit here and say we thought TCU was going to be all that I don't, this year. No, and the, I don't. Over think they under will. seven and a half. So how are they ranked higher in the coaches' poll? You have to ask the coaches. Uh, they I must. Think, I think they just look at where they finished last year. They have to. And they're thinking, oh, we can't drop them that far. Right. You know, so we'll There's put no them in the There's no way they're 16th best No, I don't the think country. they finished ranked. No. Oklahoma State finished unranked for the first time since 2019. So that's TCU something. lost 14 players to the NFL draft. Yeah. By, like, not even close anybody else at the conference. So. I wonder how many cheerleaders they lost. I don't know the answer to that. Why don't you come up with that? We'll get that here in a couple weeks. <laughs> They're very important. My daughter's going to be doing dancing and cheerleading at yep. Pitt State. Okay. The Gorillas. The Gorillas, yep. Leaving me in a week to learn her dances. So this year I have to probably go watch more Gorilla games than I watch OU games. That's going to be – I told her she's got a family day of OU Texas Day, and I go, ah. Oh, that's family know, day? A, could oh, be tough, It's huh? going to be a tough one. Yeah. I'll – Skype with you, if that's what they call it. I, I went out to dinner with Phil and Lisa last year after OU Texas. Yeah, that wasn't pretty. I, I can't believe Yaya's let us back in after that. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now Gentry, y'all do fine. She's good. Pitt State, it'll be fun. I, it's been a long time since I've been to a game Pitt down State's there. State's going to be really good again this year. I think they're ranked top say, two or three in the country always right good, now. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm hoping they haven't won a national championship down there. I think since '11 or something like that. So it's been about 10 or 11, 12 years since they've won it. But they they've got all the people. They were ranked number one in the country all last year. And I said I hope while she's there as a as a dancer that they win the national championship. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I would be fun. Great atmosphere too. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the welcome the to the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we were talking about that because it's been a long time since I've been down there for a game, and that yeah, that's they, so one of the best entrances entrances in college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, welcome yeah. to the jungle. They're they're so far from. Anywhere everything. really, yes. everything that they draw a great crowd. I mean, they just get a huge amount of support down in that Joplin area, oh, yeah. that whole corner there. So mm-hmm. it's they get more support probably than other colleges of similar size because the other ones are competing with K State, mm-hmm. KU, OU, and that kind of stuff. So it's a pretty. Um, Oh, I hope they do well for yep. her sake. When I go down there in that corner of the state for work, when you drive around in those towns, I mean, it's everybody's got pit state Everybody's a gorilla. Plate. I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah, I'm sure that the, the town of Pittsburgh would not be what it is without the no, without pit it, state. A lot there, of times, there, a lot of places, there's a college in their town. They have a town in their college. Right. They're right. a whole different, right. they're a yep. whole different right. animal. Um, another thing I was going to, Talk, wanted to talk about, and y'all guys might have done it last show, but um, it came out the report of the number of number of people who went in the transfer portal, number of only college football. We're okay. not talking about baseball, softball, basketball, yep, just everything college just, football. Because you know that happens yep. in softball too. Because yep. oh, yeah. look what we lost at OU. Yep, right. We lost the girl that won the national championship and player of the year to Nebraska. So did that oh, Oklahoma State, State pitcher? Did she come? Oklahoma State okay. girl came to when OU, I was when I was in Oklahoma last oh, week. That, that was the big news. They were talking that that may happen. But I'm yeah, sorry. She, go ahead. Well, the numbers though are almost stunning. Mm-hmm. I looked on there today, and it's this year eight thousand six hundred and ninety nine kids entered the transfer portal. And I how would, many teams are there? And I would be willing to bet <laughs> you that six thousand plus of those never. Found another team. They'll never right. play football again. Right. Five percent increase over twenty twenty two, and a five hundred percent increase over twenty eighteen twenty nineteen. When only four thousand entered the wow. portal. Wow. More than doubled in yep. five years' time. Yeah. And it, I, I checked teams, including Oklahoma, and I checked there beside after the transfer portal. Where did they end up at? Still question marks by yep. many other names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's an even bigger chunk of the roster in basketball. Oh, like yeah. in basketball, the average is you're almost turning over Probably at least half, half your roster yeah. on Oklahoma average. lost everybody, didn't yep, they? They did. Everybody Oklahoma's gonna, their roster got gutted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nope. That's, I mean – we talked about so Porter overall Mosier. all sports. It's probably twenty thousand oh, kids have yeah. probably put in yep. for right. Yeah, it's Porter. amazing though that how many of those kids that do that and then never never end up somewhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, I I don't know. I, I haven't been in that position. I didn't play college sports, so it's it's hard for me to to be able to judge and say what I would do in that situation. But a lot of these kids that yeah, you're an injury away from you know being able to yep. play. And once you get that chance, take advantage of it. Who knows what's going to happen? And you can might be the next Lou Gehrig. Could be. <laughs> Isn't that right? Doubt it, but you could be. <laughs> Twenty six hundred games later, yeah. still playing. <laughs> <laughs> 
You don't know about Lou Gehrig? No. Oh, the the guy got hurt at first base when Lou Gehrig started yeah. his first game yeah. for the Yankees. Oh, I know that. Then he never missed a game oh. for like 20 oh, right. straight oh, right. no. years. Okay, you're still you playing is what, what threw me off there. I thought yeah. this was some kind of oh, no. legend. No, no, Lou has passed away yeah. recently. No, so that's so I was confused anymore. when you said st- and still playing. <laughs> so that's where you got me. So, All right, well, hey, there you go. Right at an hour. Perfect timing. So um, wrap it up. K State's going to win it all. Right, you take Oklahoma's going to be six and six. We play <laughs> we play thirteen games, so I hope we're at least six and seven. Play You're, thirteen if you go to a bowl. Yeah, oh, I was going to say okay, six okay, and six oh, yeah. doesn't we'll guarantee do, a bowl game. We'll yeah. Get a bowl game. Yeah. Oh, you would. They yeah. would. So. Yeah. Well, hey man, I appreciate you coming on these last two podcasts with it's been us fun, again. Man. It's um, been great. We'll uh, we'll get them online here in the next few weeks. Get the season going and. Uh, I've got some ideas for some podcasts in the future. We talked about that a little bit at the end of the first one. I haven't broke some of those to Phil yet, so we'll, we'll see what he thinks. But uh, it's great to be back. I, I feel good. You know, good. I think it's going to be, even though I know it's like the swan song for Oklahoma and Texas, I think it's going to be a great, fun year just to see how everybody acts, how everybody reacts on the road, particularly oh, on the road. There's going to be a lot of those changes The crowds the next are going to be insane. Yes, I think the crowds the, are going to be so hostile. And people, yes, people and will we play at Texas, and we don't play OU. Yeah. I really believe – well, I don't want you all to win three in a row. Um, <laughs> I really think that Texas will take the brunt of the hostility. Yeah, I agree. And, and people don't like Oklahoma either, but for some reason Texas is just – Loathed by a lot more people. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, for you know, I mean, we we talked about this on the last one about where we go back for the blame for uh, the whole conference realignment. But I mean, honestly, from a Big Twelve standpoint, the Longhorn Network is Mm -hmm. what's caused most of. Well, that's why Nebraska leaves. That's why everybody. No, that's what I mean. Missouri leaves. Texas A&M leaves. And it's been a total flop. That's the best part. Yeah. That's the greatest part about it. So, all right. Well, appreciate everybody listening and. After you hear this, uh, we'll be uh, back in a couple weeks after that with episode three. Good to be back, right, Phil? Good to be back. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Philip Project Podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash Kevin Phillip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.